Radio. Hello there, folks, and thank you for listening to the show. I'm Joanna. I'm Nate, and this is Stranger Than. It's been a little while. It's been a hectic few months, but uh, we are committed to being better this year in 2023. Is that like our resolution? No, I didn't make any resolutions, but uh, I, I do. You know, we were we were shitty last year about putting out episodes and stuff, and so we'll be better this year. We will be better this year. I'll, I'll try to make it a resolution. It's not for, I mean, and I love this. I love doing episodes. It's, it's like, fuck, like life. Life just be life in lately. Yeah, it was, it's been a rough time, but uh, it's uh, looking up. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do better. Uh, new year, uh, you know. Same old I'm not shit, gonna say basically. New, yeah, but... New Year's same old shit. I, I, I hate the New Year, New Me shit. <laughs> but it's a new year, and uh, we'll, do, we'll just try to do better. That's right. <laughs> so what do you got for us today, Joanna? Well, major update. Major update. They caught the guy with the murders, the, the Idaho. Did they? It's murders that we talked about on the last episode. Yes. Yes, yes they did. So I'm I'm eager to to tell everyone all about what I know so far. Well, let's 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 get to it. Okay. The guy was like arrested on December 30th. And let me tell you, it was crazy because there there is just so many crazy things about this case and first and foremost though, I'm just fucking glad that they caught the fucker. Yeah, no shit. Um no shit. You know, pretty good. Pretty good. You know, law enforcement, uh, law enforcementing, I guess. And I'm not one to say that all but the time. But they caught, but they, they, yeah. When people are just murdering people, they deserve to be caught. Yes. And, and there need, there is a need for people to be like, have that as their job. Yes. So, <laughs> murder catchers. As long as they, yeah, as long as they catch them and they catch the right person. Um, yeah. It is it is a, a thing that is necessary, unfortunately. Jarek was with me when he was arrested, like he was here visiting. So um, it's it's definitive that it was not your son that perpetrated these murders. <laughs> it is definitive. Okay, all right. I, I was know, worried. I was like, he, that Jarek, he's, he, he's know, a murderous son of, a son of a bitch. No offense. I know, with all his like, you know, kindness, and I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't like harbor like a like a secretive hatred of women. But probably not. Um, yeah, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty great kid. I, I miss him already. I miss him already. It was too, not, it was too short the time he was here. Not a murderer. Not a murderer. What's freakishly weird is okay. So the guy's name is Brian Coburger. He is 28 years old. He's a Pennsylvania native, but he was attending. Wazoo, the son, the college my son goes to yeah. in Pullman. He, yeah. he was a he was a PhD student. Like he was getting his PhD in like criminology of all things. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, why wouldn't you study some? I mean, you're studying it, so you think you know the ins and outs, so you can you know get away with mm -hmm. murder mm -hmm. or whatever. Although he made some like dumbass mistakes that oh, uh, you know. He was a D student. Guaranteed you that like he did not get away with it for too long. And that's good because from what I can glean from 
I mean, they haven't released anything about the motive, but uh, there is a lot of stuff uh, to, to talk about. But what I've gleaned from this guy is that he is the type of guy who is, if he did get away with it for a while, like, you know, I don't know, months, couple years, I, I can guarantee you he probably would have done it again. And yeah. the mistakes that he made were probably because he did all this, you know, advanced uh, education in criminology. He was yeah, a narcissist and thinks he's smarter than everyone. So yeah. he made he made stupid mistakes in that way. Like, because... Yeah. Because narcissists will narcissist. Yes. That's, that's what they do. Narcissist be narcissisting. Yes. So yeah, he went to the college. It's just, it's really, really weird. He was a student at Wazoo. And then the way that he got caught was um remember i had mentioned the the hyundai the white hyundai that the police were on the lookout yeah, for in yeah. the last episode was that his yes he was the driver was, he has a white oh, man 2015 white hyundai elantra so the police had already released that to the public that they were needing help and trying to locate this car and it was basically a needle in the haystack but fortunately Washington State University campus police decided, like, once law enforcement shared with them, they shared, before sharing it with the public, they shared with regional law enforcement. So that would, of course, include, like, you know, campus Poland. Since it's only, like yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, because it's only, like, 10 miles away from Moscow. And WSU police decided to check their database to see if they had any, like, they're the campus police, the Washington State University police, they decided to check the database for any white Hyundai Elantras and they hit on this guy. Huh. And so they're like, well, let's just take a look at it. It's like he had an on-campus apartment. So they, you know, just spent like 20 minutes driving around campus looking for it, found it parked at his apartment, ran the plates. It had, it had Washington plates, but in their database, it showed that his plates were uh, Pennsylvania plates where he's from. And they decided like that, like, hey, that's kind of weird. And looking into it, he had just changed it just a few days after the murder. And then they pull up his driver's license. And his driver's license, he has these, you know, he's like, a guy, he's got like dark curly hair. He's got bushy eyebrows, kind of a skinny face. Um, and it just so happens the bushy eyebrows seem to match a description from a living witness. Now, we know there are living witnesses because they had the two roommates, but it turns out one of those roommates did actually see the guy when he was in the house. But it just wasn't released. It was not released. Furthermore, the roommate that saw him in the house, sure, bedroom was on the second floor, the same floor as Zena Canadal and her boyfriend, Ethan Chapin. Um, it was not on the first floor. There was a, another uh, female roommate whose bedroom was on the very, like, the lower level floor. And there was another bedroom on that floor, but it was not occupied by Dylan Mortensen, which was the roommate that saw the guy uh, leaving the house, in the house, and then leaving the house. That was, so the police not only said that both of the girls were on the lower levels, but that they were both sleeping and had slept through the incidents. Um, they did not release that probably for her own safety. And I yeah. think that was, that was like a valid thing for them to have not released, especially since she testified, she told them that, um, he was wearing a mask that covered his nose and mouth. So 
she said he had bushy eyebrows though and was like around this height and you know had like a slender build if they weren't going to be able to really do like a really com good composite though then there was probably no valid reason for them to release that though like better to let him think that well, nobody also, saw they I mean, they don't have to release anything about it, do they? No, they I mean, don't. I'm just saying, like, like, if like if she ha was able to give a really detailed description of the guy's face, that could be something they might release to the public just because if you put that face out there, then people might be like, hey, that looks like so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, that would be a, kind of a valid reason for, for doing that. But since she couldn't, you know, he was wearing a fucking mask over most of his face, they chose to, like, keep that information to themselves it's pretty fucking terrifying how she encountered him let's talk about that encounter so in the probable cause affidavit that was released after this guy was released, uh, arrested there's a witness uh referred to as dm which is likely uh dylan mortensen because the other roommate that was there that actually did sleep through it uh her name's uh bethany funk but according to the probable cause affidavit she said that she thought she heard kaylee consolvis and she would kaylee was up on the like third floor second like level from the ground of the yeah. house uh and the other uh, victim who shared that same level was her best friend, Madison. Madison Mogan. And then it was Zana and Zana on the Zana on the second floor and Dylan. And then on the lower level would have been Bethany. And then Zana's boyfriend was murdered because he just happened to be spending the night that night. Yeah. Just to recap. So at around 4 a.m., Dylan says that she was she woke up because she thought she heard Kaylee uh, playing with her dog. And then she heard either Kaylee or Zana saying something to the effect of there's someone here. She didn't hear anything further. She closed her door. She opened her door again. When she thought that she woke up again and thought that she heard Kaylee or one of, one of the girls saying either Kaylee or Zayna crying. And then she heard a male voice saying something to the effect of, it's okay, I'm going to help you. So she waited and then she peeked her head out again. Or either she was still looking out her door after she, she heard that. I don't, I don't quite know exactly the, the timeline. And probably she was pretty shooken up when she talked <laughs> yeah. about it. But when she did open her door, she saw the masked man come down the stairs. And he walked, like, right past her. Just didn't he see her. right past her and out the sliding glass door. And at that point, she locked herself in her room again. Yeah. And then didn't come out until several hours later when her and the other surviving roommate called 911. Now, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of shitty things that have been said about this. Like, why didn't she get help sooner? Uh, you know, and then of course, how could, you know, two people have slept through it? Well, two people didn't sleep through it. One person did wake up and 
I can, like, I don't even know if he actually saw her. They think likely he didn't, which is why she's still alive. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It was dark, and, like, they kind of studied, like, the floor plan, like, where he would have been coming down the stairs from, uh, you know, Kaylee and Madison's floor down past her. Like, he could have walked right past her and, like, kind of, like, not see it. Like, she saw him, but he wouldn't necessarily saw her. But she, she says she just froze when it happened. She froze when he walked by, and then he went out the sliding glass door, and at that point, she shut the door and locked herself in the room. And that, I can 100% say that would be me. And the fact that she didn't come out for several hours, well, either she thought that, like, this guy's gone, and I'm locked in my room, and, like, that's the end of it, like, not having any clue what might have happened, or... Maybe she sort of had a clue, but didn't want that to be the clue. And she's just, like, paralyzed with fear that, like, something horrible has happened. And, I mean, you think about it. You lock your locking your bedroom door. Like, if that guy came back and wanted to get in, like, do you think a fucking locked bedroom door in some apartment or... Not if you're trying. House, yeah. I mean... Is... Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> also... Uh, I would be terrified. Even, I would be fucking terrified. Even if she had called the police as like as soon as that guy walked out the door it would not have saved the lives of the people who had just been murdered no because they were dead and so it's a moot point when she calls the fucking police it doesn't matter if they show up in 10 minutes it doesn't matter if they showed up in 10 hours he was still fucking gone by the time that she saw anything anyway Mm -hmm. and when you live with people you're gonna hear people and so I'm sure these first few incidents, even with crying, I mean, mm-hmm. you're in college. People get drunk. Drunks sometimes cry. You get fight with your boyfriend you know, or you drunk style your ex. You know, it could I be mean, anything. I mean, it's not, I mean, to, to disparage her for anything is like, is fucking stupid. The poor yeah, girl the went to college guy, to learn oh how to stuff and instead survived a fucking murder. Yes. Where people that she was probably at least passingly they were so close, close with they were, were all, fucking I mean, were they all homies yeah that's super fucked yeah, up yeah they were all that's homies that's super fucked up there's pictures of them all of them like hanging out together like yeah. outside of college it's really sad I mean it's that's really the whole awful. like trope is the college roommate you know mm-hmm. and like you know these are the people I, had in, I, I lived with in college it was just a lovely time and then for that time to be sullied by you know a fucking four of them or whatever getting slaughtered mm-hmm. yeah and then just, for people to talk awful. shit, it's like, fuck uh-huh. you. But I mean, that's how people are. Like, people, people are just are shitty. shitty. And yeah. like, the, it's nice to have the internet and all that it offers, basically. But with that comes just like any, like, m- like multitudes of strangers and people that don't even fucking know you. Like, getting to like publicly say shitty things about you and a ho- about a horrible traumatizing thing that you went right. through. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I can see if it were were me, I I would I would be paralyzed with fear because that is totally like my go-to. Right. And I can see shutting the door, being like just terrified to even do breathe for like who knows like is did he just come? Is he like coming right back? Like if I'm on the phone, is some is he gonna hear me? Like is he just waiting for me to see if somebody like tries to call the police and he's gonna like jump right back in or something? I mean, who knows? I would be like kind of wanting to like just stay in that space and like not move, not breathe until I hear something otherwise until like it's 4:30 in the morning. So I'd be like, you know, no, not until the sun is up and somebody like wakes up in this house and then I'm going to know like everything's cool and like maybe some guy just kind of like 
broke, tried to break in and right. didn't or whatever. Who, Maybe it was who a knows? dream. <laughs> Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was some guy who just likes to wear ski masks and walk through the house in the dark. I mean, like he he was leaving, but he never leaves the house. Like they knew him. Somebody knew him, but he just never leaves the house without a ski mask. This is yeah, like a thing, yeah. you know. I would, yeah, I I one hundred percent like can't see I empathize because I I know like. I'm me. I'm that person who's not going to call for eight hours <laughs> right, right. after it happens. Unless something's going on where I think my children are in danger. That's like the one aspect of my life where I can like actually like be brave is... Mama bear time. Yeah, is the mama bear thing. But other than that, yeah, no, I, I, I can 100% see myself doing this in this situation. So, you know, fuck that. Like, fuck anybody who wants to say anything about it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you you never know what you're going to do until you are actually mm -hmm. in this yeah, situation. Yeah, and like, God so. forbid, any of you, like, you know, shit-talking fuckers should ever be in that situation yeah, yourself. And, and, like, if someone is talking shit and it's because they were like, yeah, the same thing happened to me and I, and I came out with, like, my baseball bat and I beat the fuck out of the guy. And I was like, all right, well, I guess you get to talk shit then because, you know you've got the experience but i mean that's fairly unlikely so yeah and well and good for you for feeling empowered enough yeah. to do that like that's not <laughs> always awesome the case that you know especially with when that's like lone you know you're you're all by yourself right yeah especially with like a lone woman versus like some adult guy that just walked through your house in a fucking ski mask it's like hmm yeah no shit <laughs> i wouldn't be betting on myself in that scenario like i i commend anyone who thinks that they could but i yeah I'm not winning that fight. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to get a gun, Joanna. Because right? then you, you've already won that fight. Right. And then you shoot him, and then it did turn out he was just like somebody like, like ah, son of a not bitch. there for a violent reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, not to joke about the sitch, but it's just so terrible. Yeah, It's definitely. just so terrible. Now, another thing that I did not share kind of purposefully on the last episode was... The 911 call, which had not, has not been released, but like prior to the guy being uh, arrested and everything, one of the preliminary things was that the 911 call uh, had been described as a person or persons being unconscious at the scene and occurred around noon. So I think at that point, pro probably the other roommate woke up and started freaking out. And at that point, uh, Dylan realizes that like oh shit this is what's fucking happened and they come out and then they initiated the 911 call but i couldn't understand why um they would say i mean if they their friends have been stabbed to death like why would they why would that be classified as them saying that a person was unconscious at the house well that they were needing to respond speaking, to someone who was unconscious right but i mean would you use that that phrase unconscious <laughs> like if they're the place is just like drenched in blood uh if i didn't want to believe they were dead I guess, but it, it kind of didn't make sense to me. Like, why would they call and then say that they're, uh, you know, that someone was unconscious at the house? Well, it turns out that it was one of the girls who was unconscious because they were, like, hyperventilating. They were both, like, kind of oh. hyperventilating and terrified. And what she saw upset her so much, she fainted while, like, the other one was on the phone with, like, 911. Oh, I see. So that, and and then since the other girl was Jesus. also, like, hyperventilating and freaking out, like, the 911 operator got kind of confused uh, and just thought, like, they needed to respond to somebody, like, passing out. Like, Well, they needed to respond. 
Well, <laughs> they did need to respond to that for sure, yeah. but but that's why uh, it was described as that because that scene must have just been horrible. Oh, I sure. think I forgot to say that I meant to say on the last one was there's like this horrible picture out on the internet of the house, and you know how you have that like kind of concrete foundation, and when you have like maybe a basement that ha- that's you know like partial sun sun sunlight basement i think you call it where it's got like the smaller windows but you can kind of see you can kind of see like the the first few feet above the ground of the concrete foundation of the house yeah so going dripping down that concrete is blood like on the outside of the house Jesus. Like and it's coming from like the upper levels, like through the walls down under like the vi- the vinyl siding of the house, and it's like dripping down from behind the siding of the house down onto the ground, down that, that like kind of few weird. feet of foundation. That's... Several blood drips. Several. Damn. Yeah. Bloody. <laughs> that seems uh-huh. like a something that wouldn't just happen. There is a terrible thing out on uh reddit that you can probably just use with some general search terms because i don't even want to fucking say it really but some anonymous guy like posted about like hanging intestines from the ceiling and it's like sticking his knife into uh you know the reproductive areas of one of the victims oh yeah just gross shit but it was the weird thing about it and the reason i even mention it um is because a couple weeks before he was arrested, somebody anonymously on Reddit posted that. Huh. Like, as if they were the killer. Right, right. And, like, and I don't know if that's correct or not. The, the, the only thing that is giving people pause is that he said he was having to hide out in Pennsylvania, in the Poconos specifically, which is where the guy was arrested. Because he went home, his dad came out, and they drove back to Pennsylvania together once huh. the semester ended at Wazoo. Oh. So he went back to his parents' house in Pennsylvania in the Poconos, and that's where he's arrested. So that is, and this thing was posted like two weeks prior to when he got arrested. Although I don't think he had been out there the full two weeks yet. When that thing was posted, he wasn't quite back in Pennsylvania, but it did say, I'm having to hide out in fucking Pennsylvania in the Poconos. That's crazy. Right now. So that's weird. That's super weird. <laughs> That's weird. Now, back to the, uh, you know, pretty good police work. So, the description of the bushy, bushy eyebrows that uh, Dylan had given the police, yeah, that kind of matched. So, other law enforcement knew about it, but not the general public. So, they got the guy's license plate, and so they found out that the guy had actually been pulled over in Idaho and had given the police officer his cell phone number when he was pulled over. This was like two months before the murders in August. So they got a warrant to check his cell phone location data. And it turns out that in the couple of months prior to the murders, he had been over in the area of their house like 12 times. And the WSU police looked at the campus security footage. So they got, you know, cameras, like, you know, going in and out of all the parking lots. And they looked back to the murder day, and it was seen leaving at, like, 3-something in the morning, the WSU campus, and then returned, like, 5.30 a.m. And then there's, like, the neighborhood f- footage from where the house was, which captured this white uh, Hyundai 
going back and forth on the street several times, three times, in fact, before. So on the third time, it disappeared, and then it did not reappear again until 16 minutes later when it was kind of speeding away from the direction of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So it went back and forth down that neighborhood, which is a dead-end road, mind you. Yeah, not a busy street, and just happened to be back and forth on it a few times the night of the murder. Just had, like, drive back and forth to, like, get up the fucking steel to go in there or just like drive down and see lights still on and so you take off yeah, oh yeah i mean casing and... it and just i mean 12 times yeah this is really creepy it showed the last time that his cell phone oh, oh and he had turned his cell phone off between like midnight and like 6 a.m or something yeah. but then there's like the security footage capturing the white car now none of the security footage can actually i don't think the license plates are visible in any of this so, you know, you can't say with 100% certainty that it was his car, but his cell phone was also pinging in the locations, except during the time of the murder. But every other time he it went was, and cased yeah. the place, he had his cell phone on. You know, fucking stupid. See, this is one of the things that he's doing that is, like, dumb, but he thinks he's just, they're never going to be on to him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. As long as it was off during the time of the murder. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you know enough to turn off the time of the murder, then you, like... You know that they could check that shit out, but... They can. So, I mean, if they do suspect you in some way and they look back further other than the night of the murder, they're not going to think it unusual that you're in that area so often. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. You can have other friends. Jarek drove by the murder house, like, recently, because he was going to one of his friends' house who lives in Moscow. Right, and right. Uh, he had never uh, been to that their apartment before, and so he, you know, turned off on the wrong road and, and then drove by the house and was like, holy shit. Like, oh. Yep, <laughs> there's the murder house. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it's feasible that maybe, but it, it's just, if it were me and I was, like, a murdering piece of shit, I'd probably want to just have, like, no, nothing at all, like, tying me to any time I was near that house. No, no, not at all. But, you know, luckily, luckily I mean, he luckily thinks he, that uh, didn't. he thinks that he's fucking smarter than everybody and does, doesn't. He also left a knife sheath there. Remember, they were looking for, like, the K-bar type knife? Yeah, yeah. Well, on that podcast, that YouTube channel that I mentioned that I didn't know I forgot, like, the name of it because I'm a shitty person like that. I'm going to tell them, tell you the name right now. Law and Crime Network, and their podcast is Sidebar. Law and Crime Network's Sidebar podcast on, you know, podcasting platforms and also on YouTube. They had interviewed a retired detective, and like, asking him for all kinds of insights on the case. He was kind of like a regular on the show, like, yeah, since yeah. the story broke. He had said to them that probably they had found a knife sheath. This is why they were um, looking for that particular kind of knife because it probably, you know, they had found the sheath for it somewhere in the house. And it turns out they had. And that DNA was on the button clasp of the sheath. Oh, yeah. So they had that. And when they kind of got... Uh, alerted to uh, Koberger and his ownership of the white Hyundai Elantra, which, you know, kind of matched the vehicle, description matches as best that it could, and then cell phone data shows him in the area numerous times. Right. 
Yeah, kind of put it all together. So they started trailing this guy. And so they, they actually had surveillance on him when he went from Washington State to Pennsylvania. And then they had they surveilled him for like four days before they arrested him. So they, they were they were they knew what the they hell was were going on to it. On. They were on to it. But get this, he was throwing away garbage in his like neighbor's trash cans because again he knew like they, he didn't want them to like get anything. But yeah. They have like the genealogy DNA is all kinds of fancy these days. So they yeah. still they they did go through the garbage, <laughs> and then they were able to get something with his dad's DNA on it. And through you know a, a you know genealogist, they were able to determine that yeah there was like you know ninety nine point you know whatever 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 chance that it was like the son of like this guy. A very a the very DNA nice matched. Chance. Very, very high yes. chance. Like almost no chance of it not being him. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And wait for it. But wait, there's more. It gets crazier. So, you know how I told you that the guy was a good, like now like getting his PhD? Well, he got his master's degree in DeSalle University in Pennsylvania. I think that's in Pennsylvania. The one of his teachers getting his master's degree was this woman who ha is like the the foremost authority on BTK. Oh, really? Mm hmm. BTK's own daughter was like following the story. And she said that it reminded like she just like kind of like felt her dad like wow. in this crime. And weirdly enough. I felt it too, and so did Jerry. We were talking about it when I was driving him home from the airport because, I mean, at that point when I picked him up, they still were a few days away from arresting this yeah, guy. Yeah. So, guy's still at large and everything. And we were talking about it, and he was saying how he, I was talking, you know, the similarities were like, you know, even if there was one intended target, like the guy just killed like three other people, including an adult male, to like <laughs> yeah. get to whoever it was. I mean, you gotta be pretty fucking crazy to do that. And, it really doesn't speak to like personal vendetta so much because if it's just like the one person that you hate, I mean, there's better ways to to get at them than to like murder three other people. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we were talking about how it was similar to like when BTK killed that one family, the Ortero family, and he was saying how he, he kind of understood why like the, the city of Wichita was just like twitching for so long while he was active because <laughs> I mean, terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't just some just guy like you just come home and some guys just waiting for you. And I mean, terrifying, terrifying that, I mean, just think that, I mean, this guy was like stalking them. Oh, for yeah. like months he was casing the house and i think i got off on some tangent and forgot to mention that like the worst thing about the cell phone tracking was that he the last time he was uh seen outside of the apartment was at 9 a.m so he went back like the morning after and was around there trying to see if there was any police activity yet and but there wasn't because it still was going to be a couple hours before the police were actually contacted right he was like but oh. he went back he went back like hours at later hours later. Uh -huh. hours yeah. later like he hours went home, later like took a nap and then went back yeah jesus christ or maybe he didn't even take a nap yeah maybe he just went home and or did other stuff yeah fuck yeah it's just, it's really awful. So the daughter, the daughter totally was like feeling like it was like 
kind of like her dad. Just like Derek and I were kind of like, oh my gosh, this is so much like BDK. And I get why like Wichita was just so on edge because yeah, they're having the same kind of feelings, the same kind of crazy, gruesome, random murder, like a whole house full of people just killed. Yeah. All this shit just starts popping up. Like, yeah, they've been watching it for months. Just like, fuck, has someone been watching yes. my house for months? I know. It's the because, thing that like, it's just so know? terrifying. Right. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I got cameras in front of my house, so if I, like, you know, but still, right. I, it's not like I, I You sit and watch every single car and, like, take a, a list down, like, oh, there's that Honda, you know, Elantra again, like, for, yeah, like, the like fifth a... time in, like, three months. Right. I mean. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> no. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, the idea that you're just being surveilled and you've been and you're being like stalked by another person and that there's like somebody like that like i don't think there was gonna be a lot standing in his way of him doing what he wanted to do no probably not not unless and he was just, caught or stopped somehow right, like, beforehand uh-huh like yeah it's terrifying just that some lone psychopath could just target you for some for completely no, unknown re- yeah yeah unknown reason and then just basically wait, wait for that moment that, you know, you're vulnerable and then strike out and you just have no idea it's even fucking coming. It's awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've, we've talked about, uh, things like that before. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that one house, uh, where the people were sending the letters to the house and like stalking. Oh, the watcher. Yeah. 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 Or like, uh, even O.J. Simpson, like when he, you know, went and killed his wife or his ex-wife, then I mean that whole thing was like kind of oh, like yeah. that he too. He drove by all the time, and yeah. he and she had even even had an idea of who might do something like that to her, and and had told the police, and still nothing was ever done about that. Like yeah, that right? that didn't that didn't protect her at all when it actually happened. Uh, it's, it's just terrible, but I'm, I'm glad that the police, uh, did, you know, they shared with like other police departments. That's a huge thing. Uh, other, because sometimes I'm, this isn't as much a problem, I think in today's age, but back in the day, there wasn't, it wasn't as easy to share with other police departments. And then also I think there was kind of this mentality of like, you know, like this is our town. We're going to solve this. Right, right. I'm I'm glad that they shared with the the other law enforcement agencies in the area, and that the the WS and the Washington State University Police of all was like like Hey, let's run a quick check in our database and see right. <laughs> see if we got any white alongers around." Oh, hey, sure there's enough. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm grateful for for that. Definitely. Carrie Dawson is BTK's daughter, and so as I said before, she told like Fox News that she really kind of like felt her her father's presence like in these murders and then she found out that like that one uh woman who's written the (laughs) the books about him uh her name is dr Catherine ramsland and she spent like hundreds of hours like interviewing and on the phone with btk (laughs) like just finding out every single thing about him and wrote a book about him. And she's written like many books. Uh, She just thought that BTK's daughter, Carrie just thought that that was incredibly freakishly weird that 
he just happened to like study for his master's degree like under this person and that he was in criminology at all much like her father after he murdered the Otero family he uh went and studied criminal justice and became like you know like he was some kind of cop i don't think he was like a cop cop but something he 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 was something he he studied something and did something later on in his life so yeah yeah pretty pretty weird and um after all that wouldn't you know the fucker himself dennis raider btk also <laughs> emailed tmz to like talk oh, wow. about the case okay sure, so not? not only did his daughter totally like you know they did it reminded her of like the her her father's uh awful doings the fact that he studied under somebody who was very close with his father. I mean, like a professional relationship, but none, none, nonetheless. Still, it is, I mean, still someone yeah. that was close. I mean, like. Right. Yeah. And then Dennis Rader, BTK, saw so much similarities in the murders that he himself reached out about it. And he told TMZ that. He believed Koberger probably would lie in wait for his, his victims, stalking them and casing their home. Kind of like he did, and which, yeah, Koberger did exactly that. BTK said, you know, it was like, quote, much like I did. And he also made reference to Koberger's, quote, dark mind, which he could relate to. Yeah, I'm fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He said, quote, murder four, much like the Oteros, up close and personal stabbed, end quote. He also talked about, like, how he also left DNA, like, at the that first murder scene. And, but, I mean, it just happened to be luck that he did it so long ago. This was, like, before they could do DNA. Yep, yep. They could just take basically any little thing that you've touched and get DNA off of it now. So that definitely let allowed for Dennis Rader to get away with his crimes uh, longer. Oh yeah, I mean longer than he should have. But you can't you can't do much about the fact that the technology wasn't there. No, not at all. And and actually, I mean, you can kind of because there's many cases now where uh, the technology is where it is, and so they're able to look at this old data, you know, DNA evidence. I know, and, stuff. and like and like this is such a backlog. Like I hate the fact that all those like rape kits like go unprocessed. Like, yeah, that's no shit. Terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. He also said that Brian Koberger may have killed by fantasy homicide, which I did, exclamation point. He put a fucking exclamation point after that statement. He's super excited about it, you know. I get, clearly, and that's gross, because Dennis Rader <laughs> yes, doesn't seem is. to, like, get super excited about anything. I mean, he was talking about his murders at his trial. I think I mentioned, like, I mean, like, it was, like, talking about the weather or talking yeah, about, like, yeah. some, like, list of groceries he got at the store. Like, yeah, then I bought some eggs and I, you know, got some bread and I I uh, put a gallon of milk into my cart when he's, like, describing, like, murdering, like, yeah. ten fucking people. I mean, he's, just He's hideous. a real peach. <laughs> just hideous. Uh, there was actually rumors that Koberger had contacted B BTK, but BTK claims that that's not true. He has had no personal contact that he knows of. Another weird Reddit thing that is out there is that he, I think that they verified that he had an account where he was asking, like, you know, as a, like a thing for his master's degree or his class, he was trying to 
uh, have people like kind of anonymously tell him about like how they felt during, you know, crimes that they might have been committing. He was taking a survey about like people and I don't know. It, it was, it's weird. I'm yeah. sure you can find it on the internet. There was also another anonymous, uh, there was an, also another Reddit poster who, I think it went by a name. It wasn't anonymous, like that gross, like, I had put their intestines in the wall on the yeah, yeah, yeah. and now Just I'm in fucking anonymous Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Uh, that kind of, like, kept hinting at all these different things, like, about the case prior to like him getting arrested. So <laughs> a lot of people out there in the Reddit universe think that that was him posting shit, like kind of bragging, which again might make, would probably make sense for a guy like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just kind of like saying like what the police are probably are withholding or what next steps might be. And it's like, Oh, it's funny. You should mention that because <laughs> <laughs> now, now all this stuff is coming out now that this uh, probable cause affidavit has been released. And so now we get to find out, you know, about the, the cell phone and the, the fact that there was a living witness and, and who that person was, mm -hmm, is rather. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, a lot of people think that, you know, he, he did some stuff out there on reddit so maybe he contacted btk anonymously i don't know if you can just email him i don't i mean he emailed tmz so i imagine that he's got time where he's allowed to use the computer and he probably has an yeah. email i mean i don't know if uh -huh. I mean, i'm sure he's allowed just, to have an email i just address. can't imagine even if it's for like studying purposes like hello dennis raider my name is like yeah right oh uh, yeah it seems it's gross just, it does seem pretty <laughs> abhorrent yeah yeah, I, I think I would have a hard time. Like, I'm fascinated by criminal law and like all the, the the behavior profiling and the psychology of it, but the idea of actually sitting sitting across from someone like, like that and trying to like fuckers. yeah, and trying yeah. to be like professional about it. I mean, for a purpose, for a great purpose. There's yeah, but I mean, lots there, of like great things of, have come from that. But they having to be the guy that does it. Like those mm. kinds of people are predators, and, and and I mean, they're predators in like the in the in the primal way where you know there are mm -hmm. predator and there is prey. And like us as a species are already a predator. So to have to be at the top of the food chain and then have something else at the top of the food chain attacking you is it's it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's like it's it's the it reason that, it's the reason that cannibals Especially scare when it's so like much. another human and like I mean, it's not yeah, like oh hey, about. I was in a forest and a bear got me because obviously it's a fucking bear and it's gonna win. But but you don't find many bear walking yeah, into your house. Yeah, but bears, like, they're, they're and... not, like, casing your joint. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they do a little I mean, bit sometimes. when you live on the outskirts of, <laughs> yeah. the, of the forest. But, but... <laughs> but not, not a lot in, like, But, yeah, it's fucking... like the bear doesn't usually... Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a little bit different. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a lot different. different. It's, 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 it's just awful when it's, like, just expect. another person yeah. and all their sick, twisted you expect you know a bear shit can get that they got you, going on in their sick ass minds but for the fact i mean there's there's billions of people on the planet and to think that like they can just kill you makes mm -hmm. you feel like one of the other animals kind you of just i guess you feel like a sitting duck yeah. like sometimes i just i will like watching mind hunter where they're doing the behavior profiling and interviewing serial killers and stuff like that to to get more insight on them that show always i always watch that show i love it but i always feel like i'm gonna get murdered after watching that show <laughs> yeah. like I, like i am just like a sitting duck here in this house right now like i am just prey like if somebody wanted to fucking kill me like they just no you totally you're, could your daughters, daughters will protect you they're vicious <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just you just feel so like kind of like oh my gosh i really am not like anything like somebody could just totally i could just be a victim at any minute yeah no 
So easily. I mean, really? So easily. And uh, it could happen to anybody. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm this is why I said earlier that I really think that um that was all that Dennis Rader had to say, by the way. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, oh hey, you know, exclamation point. Oh, yeah, he seems you. just like me. And uh no, no, we haven't talked. But not to say like he didn't anonymously like email under some other name or a pseudonym. Oh, yeah, like, whatever, how would you fucking but... know? I mean, yeah, this probable cause affidavit that had all this information is probably all that we're going to get. I mean, there's been a couple of hearings already. The first, the last one was actually like yesterday, but not, I mean, just like kind of preliminary stuff, well, I, no, no, I mean, nothing major. And the judge on the case has actually issued a gag order to like everyone involved. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I'm sure. I mean, it's a big enough right. case that they don't want it. To yeah, be you don't want anything that's going to taint it at all. But after it's done, a, a you potential know, jury. Then there'll be no reason to keep things you know, right. once, once dudes in jail right. and, and all of that. So, you know, I guess. But yeah, you know, I mean, I think he would have done it again if he hadn't gotten caught. Probably would have so done it yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, I can I mean, like, look at Dennis Ritter. He didn't catch. Sometimes he would go years yeah. without doing it. And then, but always that just was an itch he had to scratch. And Eventually I feel like this guy is probably it. like exactly the same way. If he would have waited a while and if he got away with it, he would have, he would have done it again. Yeah. Yeah. He would have done it again because I honestly think that, yeah, he's just a total fucking psychopath, serial killer type. And, like, if he targeted any one of them, it was not for some reason because he knew them personally in their life. Like, he, they looked like somebody or whatever. They just. They looked like know. prey and he wanted yeah. to kill them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Yeah. That's that's all I got so far, but uh, you know. Well, I guess you know. To, keep to keep us posted. An you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure you know. You've I got will a, keep you guys. The sun that goes posted. there. You know, so. mm -hmm. Absolutely, and I promise I'm gonna I'm gonna I've got a few little things like uh, earmarked in my you know digital uh, magazine collection here. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like some fun some fun otherworldly shit. And I'll I'll give you a break from the true crime. It was just so <laughs> crazy. It, it was a crazy crime. It was crazy. It was kind of so close to home. Oh yeah, definitely. Like right where my son's going, you know, right in the community. The victims are just like at the next college over and then the murderer turned out to be a student at yeah, the college that's he was fucking attending. Wild. I mean, that's absolutely. Absolutely yeah. wild. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll Next time, I'll try and do a few little fun paranormal tidbits. All right. Well, I think that's listeners. all the time we have today. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we love that you do. Uh, if you'd like to send us any stories about any weirdo shit that happened to you, you can send them to strangerthanpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can go subscribe to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash strangerthanpodcast, where you, uh, for $5 a month, will get a bonus true crime episode for two dollars a month you'll get the regular episodes ad free and for one dollar a month you'll just let us know that you like us a dollar's worth uh you can check out the strange space facebook group where we don't really do anything but there's people there so that's cool um, there's people there and I, I i post a meme every now and then. every yeah there are memes that happen every there are so memes often. a couple of links yes. to weird articles um Gosh, what was that one I posted about that I was like, uh-oh. I don't remember. But I you, don't if, remember either. But you, That's you how could long know been, if, you, <laughs> if you subscribe to the, to the group. And uh, I think with that, we'll talk to you next time. And stay strange.